This week's episode of Silly Talks About Science Fiction is brought to you by Long Cock Scotch. When you need a good, stiff drink in ya. Long Cock Scotch. Hi, I'm Jeff Gritman. And I'm Kristen Kist. And we haven't hung out in like a week. I know, we really missed each other. Hey, yeah, yeah. hug. Hugs. So we are the co-authors of a science fiction comedy book series called Prison Dad. Starring the incomparable Les Gum and his gang of three best friends. So they're silly science fiction stories. Um, you can find them on Amazon.com. Search Prison Dad. Sure can. There are four books. There are three volumes in the collection. Check them out. Indeed. We have a lot of fun writing them. we got another volume coming out this fall. We certainly do. Mm-hmm. So, anyway... We will be at ChessyCon yes. this, this fall in Timorium! Sorry, Don. Sorry, Don. <laughs> I was told that we were uh, giving out the wrong town. Yes. ChessyCon.org. Check yes. it out. Um, it's a good time. There's a lot of nice folks that go. Authors. And Authors, artists. Friends. Yeah. Buddies, musicians. Good to see some. Cosplay folks. Mm-hmm. You know. So for everybody. Time. Yeah. Absolutely. We're doing panels, we're doing reading, we're doing Yay, blah, 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 hurry for us. So this week, we're going to be talking about uh, some famous sci-fi commutes and uh, kind of comparing them to what these commutes might be like in the real world. Right. Is if they really happened. And uh, this was kind of something Kristen came up with a couple months ago. Because oh, yeah. you are you are a commuter. I am, indeed. You, you, I am a regular Resident on SEPTA. Right, so yeah. I take SEPTA every day on the regional rail system, mm-hmm. the much maligned regional rail systems. So. And this came up because uh, recently SEPTA purchased a whole crap ton of new cars. Same cars that were all um, defective and yeah. had to be removed immediately so that they reduced the number of trains that ran for the entire summer. Yeah. Supposedly to one an hour, but I have found on my morning commute that it's more like one every two hours. So, so if you commute in, in Philadelphia, you probably share some of Kristen's pain. Meanwhile, for the better part of a decade, I've been working from home. Yes, Jeff doesn't have to deal with all the drama. I did take my kid to places in the morning sometimes, and then get back by the time work starts. And Collegeville traffic sucks. Yeah. So yes. Anyway, town traffic sucks. Yeah. Traffic sucks. Anyway, so um, so we had this idea a while ago, and then we um, we saw Star Trek Beyond. Oh yeah, and we saw Yorktown Station. Now we're not going to give any spoilers away if you haven't seen it, but it was it was a fun movie. Oh it yeah, was fun. Um, so what we saw at Yorktown Station was we saw that you know the spaceships come and go. Right. It's a it's a man made. Structure. Right. The whole purpose is to provide sort of a hub for transportation in the middle of space so people can come and refuel, maybe see their family, you know, maybe get some business done. But yeah, it's an artificial Much, planetoid. Yeah, man, planetoid. Yeah, good, good call. Um, Much cooler yeah. station than Deep Space Nine. And we're like 100 years before something you'd like to say, Kristen. Nope. You just, you can't say Deep Space Nine without giggling, can you? Nope. I can't. Something about Deep <laughs> and Nine. Yeah. Just. <laughs> Makes you giggle, doesn't it? You know Real it funny. It's on for seven years, you know. <laughs> anyway. So it was a very cool station. So what we saw was, you know, a lot of things we want to talk about. So, you know, we saw, the, we saw the standard space station stuff dock your ship. And, you know, it's a big, big dock. If the Enterprise could just fit inside. Yep. 
Yeah, it slipped right in there. Slipped right in there with no no no, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> we saw some flying cars. Yes, uh-huh. and some pretty neato mosquito flying trains that went super fast. And uh-huh. whoosh, right, like way fast. I wonder if they ran on time. Yes, it looked like they did, <laughs> and got people around to where they needed to be for meetings and important things. So we want to know more about flying cars. So we did a whole podcast on flying cars. Yes, and our one, thoughts on on the on them on how that might work yes. and how it won't work. How it won't work because let's face it, people don't know how to drive when the car's on the ground. No, but <laughs> I totally did read an article the other day. This is off topic, sort of, but that there are going to be um, drones that actually will allow people to pilot the drone. And use that for travel. Now, you, clearly, you have to be an extremely rich Richardson to use said drones and purchase them. But I, I thought the whole point of a drone was that you, that it was a drone was a no no man, like no human. Well, you don't have to you don't have to drive it. It's sort of set. Oh, set so you can ride in it. You ride in it, okay? But, but it goes like to a directed path oh, so huh. Dr- travel by drone travel coming by drone. soon to richers near you rich people yeah so we saw we saw a lot of a lot of cool stuff in the station really guys thinking you guys thinking about you know teleportation and commuting mm-hmm. now let's say let's say uh teleporting comes out next week as a thing it's a thing here it's a thing i would be on, on my way to see my nephew as soon as possible but I don't think you're going to have your t- own personal teleporter in your house. Why not? What if I really want one? I guess I'd have to be a richer. I think it has to be pretty darn expensive. So Dang, nab it. I and think then it- you have to worry, too, about, like, the fly. Because I know that in Star Trek that never happens. That happens. Sometimes they say... There's transporter malfunctions. Yeah, hey, there's two Rikers. That's true. But, like, my fear would be, yeah, that, like, somehow a fly would get in there and I would end up, like, Jeff <laughs> Goldblum. And my nose would fall off and I'd, you know, start making weird sounds and throwing up on my food. And I just don't want that. Okay. So. I don't think any of us want that. <laughs> yeah, okay. But I think that the, the hubs, the, they would basically be where your train stations are now. Okay. I think your transporters would be there. Okay. And, you know, like the the flu network, you know. Oh, no, yeah. that was home base. Yeah, was you right. could, yeah, you could travel the flu network as long as you had flu powder. But see, at least with the transporter, you could tell if somebody was, if the pad was clear where you want to go, you know? Yeah. But, you know, with the flu network. You could fall into Malfoy. Yeah. That would suck. Oh, yeah. wait, that happened. Yeah, that happened. But, you know, back to the, the transporters, though, <laughs> because, like, think about it. Like, so you're at the Norristown station. Yeah. You have to wait for a pad to open up at the... At the center city, suburban station, Still you know? Still would probably be faster than... Than taking SEPTA? Yes. Standing around for 45 least, minutes? Yes. At least, yes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, plus, like, yeah, you, you could... You just make sure that you get there in enough time, and as soon as, like, a pad opens up, then you're off to the races. It's not like you get there, and then it's just like, well... The train was supposed to be here. <laughs> That's neat. See, I say you get there, and you got to wait for all the other idiots ahead of you that got there before. And you, you get... do, but how long does it take them to go? What we saw in the movie, though, is we saw someone, an alien, walk up to the, to the booth. It was like a transporter booth. Push a bunch of buttons, and boom, he was gone. Yeah. Now, something I can think of from, uh, you know, from all the episodes was an episode of Deep Space Nine, where Captain Sisko was talking about. How much he misses his dad's cooking. His dad was a chef in New Orleans. Right. And um, how he would use transporter credits. He used all his transporter credits yeah, up by the go, end of the first right. semester to go to yeah. go home and see his dad. Right. 
so to get his dad's cooking like all yeah. the time. So that Aww. was like, yeah, yeah that's cute. So there, there's an example of like you know he, you can only travel so many times. Right. Like you have limited a certain number that you can use because other people want to be able to use it too. So it's like a sharing thing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of communistic, if you will, things okay. in Star Trek because there's no yeah. money and right. everyone's right. kind of the same kind of pay. But you know whatever it is, what it is. It's Gene Roddenberry's right. future. It's not real. Yeah, it doesn't make me a commie. No, it doesn't. And no. honestly, like, the principles of... You know who's a commie? People fall asleep during Captain America. Um, probably. Nicole. I know. Yeah. I know that's what you're referring to. I know. She's out there. Anyway. <laughs> the truth is out there, Jeff. Um, but in any case, so that's that's kind of neat. I have a feeling if if transportation in that mode existed in the real world, it would be more like in Harry Potter, um... You know, and the Deathly Hallows Part One, where they had to step in the toilet to oh, travel. Right, yeah. It'd be something disgusting like that. Yeah. It'd be like, oh, it's not pleasant. Yeah, it's gonna just kind of skip on that one there. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, flying cars. There's a famous Doctor Who episode that I love, where uh, that's the only time I've really seen a, a future where there's like a lot of traffic. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, do you remember that one? It was like, um, you know, yeah. they spend their whole life in the in the in the cars. In the cars. Yeah. Just to get eaten. Nom, nom, nom. Oh, jeez. Sometimes it feels like that in real mm-hmm. life. Yeah. No. No. Something. Aww. <laughs> so we saw trains. Um, yeah, you know. we saw, obviously you saw spaceships. Yeah. Cars. So trains, uh, you know, I can think, you know, there was like a train job in, uh, you know, in Firefly. That's where, um, you know, they were trying to rob a train. You know, it was a floating mm, train. Right. You know, well, right. not trying. They did rob the train. But then they returned the stuff because... Because they were nice. Yeah. Well. Maybe. No. They <laughs> kind of found out they were stealing from the wrong people. Oh, yeah. So. Mm. Um, so, and, you know, sticking in Star Trek, though, you know, you have your Galaxy-class ships, you have all your all your different sized spaceships, you know, that's that doesn't need to really go into explanation, but, you know, there's always a difference between, there's the little space sh- shuttles, there's the slightly larger space shuttles, there's the runabouts, which are, like... You know, they look like they actually have room for a bathroom in it. And then in Insurrection, Ooh. we saw, like, the captain's yacht, which was, like, the whole bottom of the Enterprise. Was yeah, big ship. fancy. That was pretty cool. Yeah. We saw that. So, anyway, let's, um, let's get out of Star Trek, and let's talk about some other commutes that we've seen in uh, sci-fi, and talk about how they'd, they'd work in the real life. And that is, we saw in Firefly, and mm-hmm. we see in Star Wars A New Hope, we see Han Solo and we see Malcolm Reynolds both taking on passengers. Yes. As a way of making money. Right. This right. is something so that happens in Han. society today. They're yes. the Uber drivers of the sky. Yeah, they are. Uber <laughs> in space. Who wouldn't want an Uber ride on the Millennium Falcon? It's the fastest ship. Yeah, it took the Kessel Run in four parsecs. Just kidding. More parsecs than that. 12 parsecs. I know, it's 12 parsecs. Anyway, so, you know, um, Millennium Falcon's pretty darn fast. It is, and that's a, it's fun. You know, Han made some extra cash, maybe ostensibly to pay back Jabba the Hutt, although he never did <laughs> so do He that. never really got the money. That's true, he never got, well, he, I mean... He I met his future wife. 
Yes, he did. I mean, technically, he probably could have gotten the money, except Alderaan was gone by the time they got there, so that didn't work out so well. I wonder if the rebels actually had money, though. Yeah, well, I think they do, because somebody is funding them. You know, I figured it was, like, part of the people who were part of the Old Republic that were funding the rebels because they didn't want the Empire to take over. Yeah, Bail Organa totally looked like a richer. Oh, my God, yeah. 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 I mean, you know, he just swooped in and, like, adopted Leia, and nobody mm-hmm. had an issue with that. Yeah. So hey, Jimmy Smith, that's pretty cool. Influential <laughs> and rich, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm sure they had bankroll if, if they hadn't been. I mean, and even though Alderaan was gone, I'm sure that somebody else in the Resistance probably could have paid him. Because they did pay him. At one point, like, he was going to leave. You know what? In Empire, he was yeah, low, he, he was had, like, crates of, like, money. Remember? Right. He was, like, loading yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, like, and he He's like, I got to go get this money to Jabba, Jabba before the back. bounty hunter. Yeah, then you're right. He didn't. He came back to, like, save the day. But they totally... Well, he know. couldn't get out of there, really. So he took Leia with him. And yeah, then they got stuck true. in the space worm. Yeah, that's true. Space and then worm. they hugged the back of the Death Star. And then they went to Cloud City, and I just told you the whole story of Empire Strikes Back. Right. Spoiler alert! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, when I was like four or five, whenever how old I was, whenever I saw that, anytime I ran into anybody, I would just start telling them the entire story of Empire Strikes Back. My parents thought it was hilarious, but I probably pissed off some people that hadn't seen it yet. But I mean, I was a little wait a minute. Can't make people that mad. Darth Vader's Luke Skywalker's father. Homer! (laughs) Let's get back to the subject matter at hand here. Sorry. The point is commuters. (laughs) 12 parsecs. Um, So, when we look at some other stuff we see in Star Wars, you know, in, you know, arguably the worst movie in the whole thing is Attack of the Jerks. uh, Attack of the Clones. I always say Attack of the Jerks. Like, I talk, before we even record this, I stared at it and said, don't say Attack of the Jerks. Yeah. And then I said it. So That's that, the only Star Wars movie that I've only seen once. Wow. No, I, I've definitely given it much more goes, because maybe there's something I'm missing. So anyway, what I want to get at here is that Anakin and Padme, they travel as refugees undercover from Coruscant to Naboo right. to hide her, you know, because there are people trying to trying to kill her. Right. So um, so there's, you know, there's one shuttles. way of commuting. Right. Commuting, yeah, shuttle, shuttling it around. We know that there's... Lots of little shuttles in the prequels taking people all over the place. You know, Amidala's yes. ship wasn't exactly geared for battle there. Right. I don't think they fought, shot back anything at all. No. From I think yeah. it, so. It probably didn't even have any weapons on it. Yeah, it was just to transport like royalty. Yeah. You know, R two was one of the you know, droids working on there. R2. Poor little guy. Yeah. So yeah, they didn't have any kind of weapons on there at all. We know that in A New Hope, the Tie Fighters, we learn. Do not have hyperdrive, right? Because Obi Wan, you know, points out the fact that the little tiny shuttle can't get that far out in space, right? And so that's when they realize that that's no move, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and obviously, yeah, you have X wings too. Well, the X wings so. we know have hyperdrive because yes, they do, right? Yeah, but you know, when X wings are really designed to sort of go through space and also be terrestrial mm-hmm. attack planes, right? So, right, know, Tie Fighters to me always seem like little. Bugs that are attached to a larger. Oh, that's interesting. Station. Yeah, not like the really high. Free, free the Tie Fighters come out of the you know the Star Destroyers right. and stuff. They're and not meant for like long distance travel or to be really like yeah you know, 
than me. The, the, you're you're you know, short-range fighters, that's yeah. what they called it. Yeah. The resistance is scrappy. Yeah, they gotta jump in, blow something up, and jump yep. out. Yep. Yeah, exactly. They're not coming with a whole fleet most of the time. No. You do see that a little bit, you know, when they do attack the Death Star, and then you see that when they're trying to defend um, the bar in um, A New Hope. I'm not A New Hope. Yeah, the Force Awakens. So in The Force Awakens, you, you saw a squadron... I feel yeah. like you saw that same squadron then attack the, you know, attack the Starkiller base. Yes. I felt like it was the right. same thing. Yeah. You, you just saw X-Wings, right? There was no Y-Wings. There was no... Yeah, no. Because the Y-Wings are traditionally like your bombers. Right. And there wasn't anything no. like that. Like, they were all just X-Wings. Yep. Scrappy, Scrappy. X-Wings guys. Now, Poe's got... He got his style in, style in X-Wing, you know? Poe is the man. I was just watching that the other day. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, yeah. yeah. Because because my cable is out. So, I was watching DVDs. <laughs> so, I watched Star Wars. Nice. <laughs> I love the part when Poe and Finn hug each other. I Every time. Every time I think we're going to make out. Every time. Logan and I watched this, like, the other day. And I was like, like maybe that time was going to be different. Like, he's going to slip him some tongue. You know, I'm like, oh, come on, guys, already. Jeez. I'm like, never been this, like, upset about, like. Never Two know. guys. <laughs> there's, more, there's more episodes coming. There's more. There's gonna be a Star Wars movie and, every year for the rest of our lives, know, and hopefully none of them have Hayden Christensen in them. Yay! <laughs> hey, don't act again. Yeah, that guy. Moving on. Uh, speeders seems right. to be our generic term for something that's tied to the land, as you said, right? Like terrestrial. So more terrestrial. Yeah, that's yeah. Because yeah, Luke has quote. his land speeder right. that he takes, you know, to go uh, get away from the uh, sand. People and mm-hmm. Well, they went uh, looking for R2 in it. Yeah, getting R2 back uh-huh. and taking uh, Obi-Wan for a ride. Right. You ever notice that like, R2's just like, on the side? Like, he's just like on the yeah. side and they're flying back. Yeah. yeah. I feel kind of bad for him. I know. But he I did know. run off. He did. He was being naughty. But if he wouldn't have ran off, Luke would have been dead. That is true. That is Hashtag true. Hashtag just a, saying. He had a deeper plan going mm-hmm. that C-3PO was not aware of. Yeah. So, and then you have, obviously, the speeder bikes that they used on Endor. Right, right. Where they used them to, to Obviously crash. not going into space You know, I thing. have to say, um, not only are stormtroopers terrible shots, apparently they're not very good drivers either. No. So I don't really know what they have going for them. <laughs> oh, that's my our cloning podcast. We're talking about the genetic sample yeah. breaking down over and over again. <laughs> the other thing is the snow speeder. Right. But what what I don't get is that they're like, oh, we're having trouble adapting the speeders to the cold, but it is a snow speeder. Is it just that cold on Hoth? Yeah, that like, even the just... snow speeders are not as effective. Right. I mean, you really only have tauntauns as an effective mode of travel. And even yeah. those at night. You know, I heard that your, your tauntaun will freeze by the time you get to the first marker. Well, then I'll see you in hell. Yeah. Yeah. I say that all the time. I'm like, I'm gonna go to the grocery store now, so I'm gonna go tomorrow morning. She's like, Are you wanna go now? I'm like, I'll see you in hell. <laughs> yeah. Um, I used to say that all the time in college. I don't I don't feel like uh the ATAT and the ATST are so much of um uh, commuting is more they are. No, a they're tank. probably yeah, they're probably more war vehicles, but they mm-hmm. do transport people. And um you know they do. Uh, they do carry uh, stormtroopers around. Yeah, we saw a troop transport in Force Awakens. Really, you know, we see mm-hmm. we see them coming down on both um, you know Mazas, and we yes. see them on um, Jakku. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, the Imperial shuttle. You, we know that is hyperdrive. 
True. Because yes. they, they stole one to get back to it. Yes, mm-hmm. that's right. But the, the Jedi fighters that we see in the prequels, we learned they had the, those rings. So the hyperdrive was all in the ring. Right. So they, they'd, you know, hyperdrive and that, disconnect, go do their business, go back up, connect to the ring again. Yeah. And yeah so right. that was, that was, a, it was a, my roommate Ben, he was, a, he was always fascinated by that, yeah, that concept. Kind of cool because, like, you know, you could switch off with somebody else. You yeah. Know? Somebody else had a farther way to travel and you're just going to hang out. Yeah. You chill out with Hey, somebody. Kristen, can I borrow your ring? I'm going to go to uh, Tatooine and get Oh, yeah, why not? I'm just going to be hanging out here in the uh, Spice Mines, you know, with my buddy Chewie, so you can borrow that and I'll uh, I don't think you see want, you later. Are you on, like, I, I don't think you want to be in the Spice Mines. I think that's a bad place. Well, I mean, you do work there, right? You mine spices. But it sounds like it's a pretty brutal place. Cause that's Maybe where I want some spices. 3 <laughs> All right, all right. I mean, where is fun to hang out in the Star Wars universe, really? Because Naboo is probably the best bet, and that place looked super lame to me. Yeah, I mean, you gotta admit. I mean, I just kind of want to hang out. We have seven movies to go on, right? We have seven movies to go on, and four of them, there's been, like, an evil... Presence. Yeah, controlling. destroys whatever planet. I mean, I just want to hang out on the Falcon. And two of them, war was going on. Like, half of the war... So you really you really done to episode one. So yeah, you you're down to like Naboo. It kinda of looked like Canada. The whole yeah, planet kind of. was Canada. People were a little too happy for my taste. Yeah. And then those damn Gungans. Don't even get me started. I I wouldn't want to be on the same planet with those dudes. I think I like all the Gungans except for Jar Jar though. <laughs> Cause they all seem like a bunch of dicks. And then Jar Jar is just a tool. <laughs> right? Yes, Jar Jar is the worst. He's the worst. We're talking about commutes. Let's oh, talk sorry. about so mass transit, yes, in space. Right. We've seen several things. I'm just going to call three out right now: um, Avatar, Pandorum, and Planet of the Apes. Original Heston, mm-hmm. Planet of the Apes, uh, Cryo Freeze. Right. Talking and that's about probably part of the new the passengers. Passengers. Too, right? Yeah, I was going to get mm-hmm. there too. Yeah, yeah. So passengers. We talked about that last week. When we were right. talking about fall movies. So to go through, you know, long distances in space, they basically have to put you in some magical form of sleep. Yeah. Where you don't, you don't age, need, and you don't, they don't need to pack food. Or go to the can. Yeah, go to the can, right? Because I could get messy. What about quarters? What about getting bored, entertainment, all those True. things? I'd rather just sleep and, it off. Yeah, and like, what's the point of, of traveling getting through space sick. if you're getting old the whole time? By yeah. the time you get there, you're going to be like ready to die or dead, like right. passengers. Like, but if they, they freeze up, you, then you're, you can stay, maybe. Unless it's like, what was that Norman Reedus movie we watched? Where they were, like, supposed to be frozen. Air. Air. Yeah, that was a cool one, too. Yeah. Sometimes. But that was, like, that wasn't space. That was, like, after nuclear. There was a nuclear war. Yeah. But, you know. So sometimes you could think that you were in space and traveling somewhere, but really they could just cryo-freeze you as a joke. Like Disney? Wake up in your Woody Allen. Ah! Oh, yeah! (laughs) Sleepers! Yeah! That's right, sleepers. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So cryo freezing and cryo, then being cryo put freeze. on to a magical spaceship that might mm-hmm. take you through. I mean, sometimes I think in those stories. Sometimes I don't know if it's any of the ones, but I've read, read stories, you know, where they ostensibly put you through like a black hole yeah. in a cryo freeze. That's not actually going to work <laughs> in any form of reality because if you actually went into a black hole, you would be like torn to pieces, just crushed. Just yeah, from the pressure, right? But 
it's a neat idea because essentially if you go through a black hole, you know, where it can take you from one part of the universe to another, supposedly, but no one would know because we can't go in them. That's why they're talking about building these little tiny <coughs> micro ships. They're actually talking right. about this that mm-hmm. that can like nanobots. Or yeah, something? pretty much yeah, like yeah. nanoships. They're, they're talking about this now about um, they can travel like four times faster, or is it, it's either four or forty times faster than what we can right now. Wow! Because you know you don't have the weight, and True. you don't have you know the whole thing with space travel is getting means. getting off of Earth. You know that's why the space <sighs> elevator would be so cool. Space elevator. How about the wonk? Wonkavator. I always thought that would be fun. I actually watched a documentary last week on Space Elevator. Hmm, um, it's pretty neat. Good stuff. Check it out. It's called Skyline. But don't watch that movie Skyline with Turk from Scrubs in it, because that movie's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you're oh, watching boy. a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> I watched one today on Gamma Rays. Woo! Yeah. Gamma rays. Yeah, not 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 Hulk style. Oh, talking about how gamma rays is the, is the brightest thing that you can see, and that mm. these satellites have been trying since the '60s to pinpoint where they're coming from. Interesting. Because they see them in the sky, but they don't know where they where they're coming from. So it's pretty cool. That was only like 45 minutes. Aliens. No, I didn't Hulk out afterwards. Aw. We're talking about commutes, though. Right. Okay. Um, commutes often make me feel like hulking. <laughs> So the cryo-free is obviously a handy way for long distances. Mm-hmm. Passengers, it comes out this fall. You know, we talked about it last week. Um, looks pretty cool. It's Chris Pratt and... Um, Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, so there's like a 90-year journey. They wake up 20 years into it, and they can't go back to sleep. Right. So they got like 70 years to become BFFs. Right. So... And probably not really make it to their destination. No. Or if they do, they'll be ancient. Yeah, I don't think it's they're going to make bummer. it. kind of a bummer. Yeah, I don't think so either. Or they're going to be, like, old as... Dirt. Yeah, when yeah. I get there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that looks great. A couple other things, uh, talking about commuting in space. Uh, Sky High was a great movie. Do you ever see Sky High? No. Sky High is a movie about um, a superhero high school in the clouds. Oh, fun. And they get there on a flying bus. Neat. Which is driven by the Farva from uh, Super Troopers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, he's pretty awesome. It's got, uh, like, Kurt Russell, and it's got oh, some wow. really cool people in it. Yeah, so Kurt Russell's, like, you know, he's, like, one of the world's most famous superheroes, but his son doesn't have his powers yet. Aww. And so he's a little embarrassed that his son doesn't have his powers yet, and he's like, well, maybe we just put him in that vat of radiation. And mom's <laughs> like, don't put him in that radiation. <laughs> uh, lots of cool stuff. Uh, but it's a fun movie. It was one of these movies that, like... It, we had, like, a month of, like, Showtime for free because, like, the yeah. cable company, like, messed up. And they're like, here's a month of Showtime. And it was like, should we just watch Sky High again? <laughs> I've seen it, like, ten times because of that. So Flying Bus, that's cool. So we talk Back to the Future. Right. In their version of, you know, 2015. Yes. Um, you got your, your Skyway. Mm-hmm. You got your ground travel. Right. You know, the Skyway gets a lot, you know, decent amount of traffic. Skyway yeah. got as much traffic as, like, you know, as, as a highway. That's going to be nice for road maintenance. When you think about it. That's true, but what about all the pollution in the air? Well... Do you think it'd be worse? Based on, like, the fuel... And all the fuel that you would need to have a flying car as opposed to a car that... In Back to the Future, they all ran on garbage, remember? That's true, that's Mm -hmm. true. There was like a couple banana peels. way, but that doesn't exist. That's 2015, no. We got too many greedy companies that want you to... To buy those those low-mileage cars so you buy more gas. Yeah. Seriously, U.S. cars... 
are like the lowest on like uh, miles per gallon. Yeah, like not even like true. like the next one is like so much like higher. Gas guzzler. That's why I own two Japanese cars. And <laughs> I own an American car. Yes, of you course do. I do. I tried to get you to buy Japanese with me. I know, but Domo. we've always driven American Arigato. cars in my family. Except my sister had Nissan. Mister Roboto. Um, yes, the Mini wasn't American. That's true. Yeah, my sister has has broken broken out of the pack. She didn't sell the Mini, does she? No, she just bought a Nissan. Really oh, that, she just bought. And the my Nissan. father had a Nissan. That was the first car my sister drove. But I've always drove Dodges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Dodge. Your last car wasn't a Dodge. Well, it was a Plymouth. Yes, it was. Yes, yeah. I'm sorry. I had to think. I should have thought before I spoke. Yes, I drove a PT Cruiser, a grandma car. You loved your PT Cruiser. I did love my grandma car, and now I drive a Dodge Dart. Vroom, vroom. I own a Prius. Yes. Thanks for the F shack. <laughs> Moving on, uh, Fifth Element. We saw a lot of cabs. Yeah, lots of cabs. Flying cabs. Flying cabs. So of that course. Made us wonder, like, you know, was is flying your car so heavily regulated that ordinary people? Come there are it, some so. cars in those scenes. Though. You can you can see them. Like when we went through the still frames, yeah, but yeah. they're mostly cabs. <clears throat> right. Uh-huh. So perhaps you had to be very rich and be able to pass. You know, certain regulations to be able. And also, you know, that goes back to what we were talking about with flying cars on that podcast is like somebody has to monitor like the paths that they take. Yeah. So, you know, is. You're not going to fly into somebody else. And, <clears throat> right. Um, there's another movie we saw a lot of flying cabs. I don't, I don't really want to talk about it, but because it was terrible. And that's a total recall remake. Oh, yeah. That was stupid. Screw that. Freaking Colin Farrell. He can go to hell. <laughs> In Elysium. Right. So Elysium, all the poor people lived on Earth, and the richers lived in space. So you could travel to space on, like, a magical shuttle, but only if you're a richer. Yeah. Because they didn't let anybody... There was a lot of poor people on the ground. Yes. The movie really didn't make a whole lot of sense. It did make sense that the rich people were up in in the sky, and and the poor people were down on Earth, and Earth was kind of falling apart. and destroyed Earth, yeah, and took all the fun things away. Earth really felt a lot to me like that Judge Dredd. Yeah. Uh, the newer Judge Dredd mm-hmm. future. Like yeah. that whole thing. I mean, that, that that DC to Boston. And that's from the comics, too. Like being uh, like one big city. And also it reminded me of like the slums in... Um, <clears throat> Blade Runner? Blade Runner. And what was that movie with Charlotte Copley that took place in South Africa? And it District was about 9? The, yeah. District 9. Like the slums in District 9. You know. Where they stuck all the aliens. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Where it's just really depressing and people were suffering and. That's bored. such a great movie. That's a great movie too. That kind of director yeah. never bounced back with another. Elysium wasn't nearly as good. And no. then what was the next one? Amy hates it. What's it? The one with the robot. Oh God, no! Not Chappie. That was so bad. That was horrible. I can't believe how terrible that was. I just wanted to punch everybody in the face in that movie, and so did my friend Amy, our friend Amy. She she was not a fan of that. It was just dumb. It was annoying. It was dumb. And I felt bad for the robot, but I hated everybody else in that movie. Like, all of the humans just completely sucked. Yeah, they really did. And even the robot got annoying. It wasn't cute like number Johnny Five. It's okay, buddy. All <sighs> right. Anyway. So in The Martian, we yeah. see... we see. Uh, yeah, so The Martian's like 
could be real, even though there are some aspects of it, obviously, that are fictionalized. But, but he totally, like, like, he wrote it, and then he brought it to, like, NASA scientists, right. and they gave him, like, Yes, my help. neighbor Rachel was telling me all Right, yeah, 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 Rachel was telling us. Yeah, Rach. So, yeah, but I mean, so you have spaceships, and then you have the Nito Mosquito little rover thing that he was driving around. Yeah. On the, on the surface The, the rover looked like it could fit a bunch of people in it, you yeah, know? Yeah, you could go for, like, a little uh, rover ride, maybe get some, uh, Orange mocha frappuccinos. He, he was able to hack the. Oh yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. See, it happened again. I had something lined up to say. And he said a joke. And I like almost missed your joke because I'm ready to like bump in there with something else. That was good. It was good. Thanks, Give me bestie. one of these. So um, it looks like some other people could fit in that rover. Yeah. Then he hacks it so we could like you know I am with right? uh, not NASA. Yes, and yeah. so that he could travel longer distances than it was meant to travel. Right. Yep. Even though he almost froze his nads off. Yeah. Poor Matt Damon. I know. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Uh, Defiance, um, we saw they they just called all their trucks rollers. Didn't matter the size of the truck. They were all rollers. Because you get a roll you know, with your homies. Roll. And Defiance had that thing where they like screwed up the magnetic field of the planet. And, like No one could fly. But then they flew the ship at the end. It didn't make any sense. And the whole show was such a great concept. <laughs> it was such a great concept. It was, the aliens came to Earth, they were going to coexist peacefully, then, you know, something happened, and then all their terraforming stuff spilled out onto Earth and completely changed the planet, and it was oh, a big war, man. and now we all got to get along, because no one can leave the planet because the magnetic field screwed up. Dag, nab it. I hate when that happens. But the stories were so boring! Oh, I hate it when they're like, we have this great sci-fi concept, and then we're just going to turn it into CSI. No! <laughs> they did it with Terra Nova, almost human, <laughs> Defiance. Um, oh, there was another uh, uh, Minority Report. Oh, yeah. Every single time, let's just turn to CSI. No, 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 no. No, there already is a CSI, and you can watch that anytime you want. I don't need CSI space. No, no, or CSI dinosaurs. Idiots! Yeah, that, that's not my scene. I like Law and Order and Investigation Discovery. Now, if they had investigate, if they had Kenda in space, Kenda, in, <laughs> Kenda in space. There's your next series of novels. They're all about this detective solving crimes in, in space. space with a nice snarky attitude, lots of sass. <laughs> You're a lot of me. He's trying to do it well. <laughs> I'm trying to remember his, his quote about Colorado, but changing it to Mars. What's it like? It's not, it's not illegal to be an asshole. If it was, I would put a fence around Mars and start handing out warrants. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Kenda. <laughs> All right. So the last thing I want to talk about is we see a lot of different things in Futurama. A lot of different ships, a lot of different you I know, like that flying cars. The little, the little, the poplars. poplars, and they were like evil. Was there fun. was like there was like a month or two where like that episode was just always on poplars. when I was around you. It's like it was poplars again. <laughs> it is a great one though. But the thing about Futurama, which is awesome to me, is the tubes. Mm -hmm. You know, they haven't even having it in the opening. Uh, yeah. Montage, you know, and they they don't always show them as much because I guess it's more about the crew, but. 
there's like the tubes you can get in the tube and take your tube all around the city and stuff like that. I don't know how you know where to go. It's the right way to go or whatever. Well, but they used to have tubes in like mail rooms and old buildings. Yeah, Maybe pretty much. It's just like you have to program the your end tube. space and it just. Yep. Whoa! Hey! Hey! Hey, you're late to work. Well, my tube. <laughs> Suction in my. It tube. took me to West Philly. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> In London, they call train the tubes. They do. They do. We'll take the tube. Boy, go to Liverpool on the tube. (laughs) We saw, you know, Harry Potter, though, has has the flying car. Right. It has the flying broomstick. It does. It has the flu powder. powder. It has the teleportation. Toilet. Yeah. Yeah, okay, the toilet. (laughs) Toilet travel. Yeah, you can, uh, you know, the. You can ride a hippogriff. Port key. Port key, yeah, that's a pretty spooky one. JK covered all the. Oh, the train. There's a straight up train. Yeah. Yeah, uh, as a teleport, apparate, you're right. Port key. Yeah. Apparate. Right. Train. Train. Real train, yeah. JK got it all covered. Man, that lady is amazing. She really is. And then, even in the Hunger Games, too, they had those super neato mosquito trains that traveled, like, really, really fast. Yeah. To go from the districts to. Because it was, it was, the country was so sparsely populated. But they had right, to move really fast. Right. But then the poor people had no way of getting anywhere. Well, you and don't really want them. I always so. felt like they were walled in, though, in the Hunger Games. Yeah, they basically were. I mean, it was pretty much like you had to stay in your district. Yeah. You were, like, starving there. And then, you know, President Snow could do whatever the F he wanted, though. I, I don't know enough. <laughs> I know. I don't know enough about the capital. About how did people get around? I mean, well, they had the chariots for when they introduced themselves and for the Hunger Games, and then they had the awesome trains. But I don't think I don't remember seeing cars. I don't remember I ever being like mentioned. Just walked. I mean, but again, you're probably right. Like, I don't think no, those people, people were allowed to go out to the districts. Those I mean, people, it was like ancient Rome. Like, you eat so much and you just throw up just so you can eat more. Like, they didn't disgusting. exercise. They didn't. No. No, they certainly weren't riding bikes or anything like that. They're not yeah, fitting in a tube, right? Like, and uh, yeah, they weren't allowed to go to the districts, so they didn't really need a whole lot of transportation outside of the specific district they were in. Only the people that I'm were... I'm only talking about the capital. Capital. No, I know. I know, I know the I'm people in the districts like, had to walk. Yeah, like, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, it's only one district. So, like, how far would you really have to go? It's a, it was Denver, right? Anything? Wasn't it Denver? Wasn't I think the so, yeah? Like the capital is like Denver, so like to me. It's there's still no a decent. You were just there. there. Yeah, there's no train there, so you just you drive everywhere. Yeah. yeah. But so, I didn't see cars, so I don't. I, I don't. don't know. Yeah, and I don't remember them in the book either. Anywho, I mean, it's not like Katniss had a whole lot of time for tooling around in the car mm-hmm. because she was trying not to die. Yeah. And if you're wondering, so to wrap up today, if you're wondering, the Death Star does have a hyperdrive. Yes. I figured it did, but I never, I never took the time to look it up. Yes, because it could travel from Alderaan to Yavin Four in under four hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at that. I had mm-hmm. no idea that they were really, really far apart, though. To be honest, so you never looked at the map of all the planets. No, no. I think the only time I've even seen anything close to that was in um, the Force Awakens when they were trying to show that Luke was off the grid. Oh even yeah. And then I was like, "That's a whole bunch of neato mosquito stars," but I don't, I don't <laughs> mean anything to me. Maybe uh, if I had taken more than just one astronomy class, but. <laughs> so until next week, stay check safe. Out, check out our other podcasts. 
Check Buy out books. Uh, yeah, our books, prisondad.com. We got you know mm-hmm. some books. We got some free stories. Check out our website. Uh huh. We're gonna start. We're gonna start our free story thing up again pretty soon. We got I mean, a couple ideas. It. Yeah, we need it after volume four is done. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, and up. then we have some ideas. We have some stories that are just lingering around that we just want to pop up, pop back up, share with people, and uh, yeah. Just keep it keep it going. Keep you guys so interested and probably start that in the new year then. Probably. Yeah. yeah. And then um so we're doing Chessie Con in November. Come see us and then we're doing that other con in December probably. Yes. Yeah. We should do both days. Yeah, I think, I think that's we right. should. Let's yeah, so we have to reach out to our new buddy, Mr. Mike. We'll talk to Mr. Mike, and then we'll get you more information on that until next uh, next week. So yes. um, safe travels. Safe travels, All indeed. Of you That's what I was space commuters, yes. Yeah, yeah. Now we have to go watch last week's episode of The Strain. Oh yeah, Strainsies. <laughs> bye bye. Bye now.